Hello, cyber friends. This is Chatting Cyber, and I'm your host, Mark Shine. This podcast focuses on how companies can help qualify and quantify the cost of a data breach. Chatting Cyber features some of the most well-respected privacy and cyber experts in the world. Join the conversation with business leaders, government agencies, and cyber experts to learn more about how and why they got into this ever-changing field that we call cyber risk. Hello, cyber colleagues. I'm Mark Shine, National Co-Chair of the Cyber Center of Excellence. And today we have a true cyber celebrity with us, James Kim. Um, James, thanks for joining. Hey, thanks, Mark. Really appreciate the opportunity to join you on the uh, podcast here today. Absolutely. So let's jump right into it, James. Um, you know, how does a guy who grew up in L.A. end up becoming the director of cybersecurity strategies and programs at City National Bank, Florida? Um, you know, I think there's always a little bit of luck, but, um, you know, really at the end of the day, it's uh, grit, right? Um, I think you have to have uh, some ambition, some, um, you know, goals in mind and the vision uh, to really uh, start uh, developing the um, uh, understanding and knowledge and expertise to uh, move into this role. Um, so, you know, early on in my career, um, I, I, I started off as like a help desk technician working for a bank and, um, you know, year after year, I saw my responsibilities grow. Um, but, you know, being more in that technical role, um, you know, I always saw that there was a little bit of a gap between the business and what we were doing, um, you know, in security or IT. Um, so, you know, I found that, you know, there were a lot of opportunities to improve the relationship there. Um, so, you know, decided to, you know, focus a little bit more around risk management and uh, developing, um, you know, that, that business acumen to help translate, uh, you know, what we're doing in cybersecurity to the lines of business so that we have, um, you know, some improved engagements and can help, um, you know, the various lines of businesses comply with our requirements. Um, so really, I think that's, um, you know, that, that's kind of what drives me, right? Um, being able to share my uh, knowledge and expertise that I've gained over the, you know, over the last decade or so, and, uh, you know, kind of teeing that up for the lines of businesses so that, you know, they can make the better decisions, um, you know, more secure decisions um, as they implement new solutions, um, you know, provide new services for their clients um, or whatnot. So uh, really, I, I see, um, you know, developing relationships and uh, par maintaining partnerships as a very critical, um, you know, aspect of what we do today. Sure. So, so when we think about your day-to-day, -day, um, you know, does the day-to-day -day lie, what is your day-to-day? -day? Um, are you sitting out there, are you working on the same problems every day, or is it a new problem coming across your desk uh, every hour? Um, it's a little bit, it'll, it's a little mix of both, right? Uh, but there's a, there's definitely a lot of uh, firefighting that we do as well, um, you know, from incidents to, you know, remediating issues and, you know, other things that may pop up from, day, uh, from a day-to-day -day perspective. But uh, my day-to-day -day really involves everything. Um, you know, it can, uh, you know, my mornings can start with uh, incident reviews with our security operations team. Um, and then throughout the day, I'll be working at, with our governance risk and compliance teams, um, you know, reviewing policies, standards, um, or even controls, um, you know, providing some advisory around, um, you know, how to craft the, um, you know, the, the, the verbiage around the controls and the policies, um, and uh, really supporting our managers, um, you know, within the cybersecurity program, develop their programs and mature their programs. Um, so, you know, with that, um, you know, we can go down to, you know, things like developing roadmaps, of, you know, managing projects, tracking statuses of 
uh, you know, various initiatives or objectives um, that each uh, of the teams are working on. Um, so, you know, really, you know, gives me an opportunity to, you know, stay on my toes um, and, and work across uh, the entire uh, spectrum of cybersecurity, whether it's uh, governance, risk and compliance, security architecture, um, you know, identity and access management, um, or business continuity and vendor risk management. Um, so um, it, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's the, the, the variety of things that I get to, uh, you know, get my hands in, um, you know, really keeps me uh, motivated. Um, you know, from a day-to-day -day perspective, and um, there's, you know, there's it, there's an endless amount of uh, learning that uh, learning opportunities. Um, you know, um, as I continue to grow uh, in my career and, and, and in this pr profession. So, so I guess James, my question for you is, um, you know, in your role working within, uh, you know, a financial institution or a bank, is is it is it similar challenges or similar issues to perhaps a uh, uh, a security professional that's working in uh, uh, a healthcare uh, or a hospital. Um, I mean, at, you know, the uh, you know these are different industries, um, but at the end of the day, I think the uh, CISO's role really is to manage security risks for the organization. Um, so, you know, um, you know, depending on you know the the requirements of uh, you know HIPAA re regulations or you know with um, you know GLBA as it applies to financial institutions, um, you know we all have a similar responsibilities around uh, maintaining a robust uh, information security or cybersecurity program, um, ensuring that we have proper processes procedures in place to report incidents, um, and you know uh, really. At the end of the day, um, having uh, the the appropriate safeguards in place to protect uh, client information or, or uh, patient information. Um, so really, it's about uh, managing risk, um, you know, cybersecurity risk for the organization. So um, I, I do find that there will be some overlap, although there may be some you know minor differences in how we do things. Sure. So, um, you know, I know we don't we don't have a crystal ball, but if we did, you know, looking out, you know, five years, you know, where do you see yourself and where do you see the, the CISO role really going? I think the I, I mean, you know, if you've been kind of following along with uh, current events, um, you know, I, I, I feel that within the next five years, the CISO role will continue to expand and gain more prevalence with uh, management and the board. Uh, we're already seeing that uh, trend over the last few years. Um, you know, we've seen um, that that uh, CISO role take more prevalence. Um, you know, within each organization. Um, so I think that'll continue to happen. Um, and you know, with the changing regulations and uh, you know, with the number of uh, cybersecurity incidents that we're uh, you know currently seeing, um, you know, I think there's going to be more of that. Um, you know. Uh, uh, a CISO presence that will be required, uh, you know, within management roles or the management groups. Um, so, you know, I, I, I do anticipate that there's going to be expanded relationships with the CISO and the board. Um, and, you know, the CISO will continue to provide, um, you know, the guidance to the uh, board and the executive management teams. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the regulations will also help, um, you know, kind of uh, evolve the CISO role as well. Um, so, you know, we, we definitely have a, you know, uh, uh, we're definitely keeping a close pulse check on, you know, how things are evolving and changing. Um, and as for myself, um, within the next five years, uh, you know, I have some ambitions to become a, a CISO myself. 
so you know, I, I have a heavy, heavy interest in how uh, the role is evolving and um, and how the regulations are really changing and uh, how that'll impact the the CISO role in the future. Sure. So, so how are you uh, promoting awareness both internally and externally within the organization? Yeah, so I think internally it's a little easier for me because I'm currently running our uh, security awareness program, um, and that really, you know, con- uh, comprises of uh, security awareness training, not only security awareness training, but uh, also security communications. So, um, you know, as we are uh, launching new services internally or capabilities, um, you know, we want to make sure that. Uh, you know, our, uh, uh, our colleagues within our organization are well aware of what's changing, how it's changing, and how it impacts them. Um, so, you know, uh, I'll, I'll work with our, uh, you know, managers within cybersecurity to, uh, you know, craft or, or draft, uh, you know, communications to deliver out to our um, colleagues, but at the same time, you know, where where needed, uh, we'll also develop trainings and uh, other materials to help uh, you know, our colleagues uh, improve their ability to comply with, uh, you know, the evolving requirements. Um, so internally, I think it's a little bit easier. Um, externally, uh, it's, this is something that I've been uh, really trying to expand on and, uh, you know, improve on my uh, networking outside of the organization. Um, you know, and it's uh, events like this um, that I'm really trying to, um, you know, um, work on, right? Um, you know, every with every opportunity, I do want to uh, be able to put myself out there a little bit, um, you know, and share some of my experience over the last uh, 15, 16 years or so, um, you know, with some of the, um, you know, uh, uh, cyber prof- young cyber professionals who are interested in coming into this field as well. Um, so I felt like it was a good point in my career to start kind of making that shift and uh, making myself, uh, you know, just putting myself out there a little bit. Um, and, and really helping, um, you know, other professionals uh, grow in their careers as well. I mean, great, great segue into my, my, my question for you in terms of what advice, what advice do you have for the young professionals that are trying to get into cybersecurity? Yeah, um, you know, sometimes cybersecurity, you know, when we when we look at or talk about cybersecurity, um, you know, a lot of times the conversation is just focused around like, you know, incident response or, you know, forensics or, you know, uh, very um, niche uh, areas in cybersecurity. Uh, but, you know, I, I think the um, younger professionals out there um, should also be um, aware that cybersecurity is more than that. Uh, cybersecurity has, you know, so many different areas and aspects to it that um, you can definitely find an opportunity that uh, would be well aligned to your expectations. Um, you know, we have governance, risk, uh, and compliance programs. Um, you know, cybersecurity auditors. Um, you have, um, you know, engineering, security engineering, and security analysts. Um, you know, so it doesn't really matter, right? Um, you know what. Um, what um, you know, uh, uh, what what area that you're currently focused on or working in, you can, there's opportunity. There's definitely opportunity to uh, uh, apply your current uh, skill sets and uh, expertise in cyber in cybersecurity programs. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, the uh, cybersecurity it, it can be pretty challenging and stressful. So uh, being able to strike that balance, um, you know, work life balance is like I, I think is very important. 
because um, a lot of times you'll be, um, you know, kind of buried in requests or, you know, uh, or, 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 you know, working through data analysis and things like that. So, um, you know, being able to just kind of step away from your work and recharge um, outside of work, I think is very important too. So, um, you know, a lot of th different things to keep in mind, but a lot of opportunities out here in cybersecurity. So James, when we covered a, a whole host of uh, topics on today's chat, was there anything that I should have asked you that I didn't get a chance to ask you before I let you go? Um, no, I think we covered a good amount of um, you know information here, but um, yeah, I think uh, for going forward, um, you know, we are going to be we're going to meet a lot of other challenges, right, with the innovations in um, you know generative AI, learning language models. Um, I think that's going to present different challenges for us. Sure. Um, so really, you know, uh, ensuring that you have good uh, foundational cybersecurity and uh, good cyber hygiene within your organizations, um, you know, it's really going to be critical going forward, um, you know, as we try and tackle, you know, new and innovative, uh, you know, technologies. Um, so, you know, always, uh, you know, look at how you're, um, you know, uh, implementing your cybersecurity program. Um, and, uh, yeah, try to raise the bar as, uh, you're, you're, um, you know, working on, uh, specific things, um, you know, uh, to, to raise that maturity, uh, for your organization. Well, James, I really appreciate the insight, um, and the guidance and, uh, the time that you've taken to come on our show and chat cyber with us. Uh, thank you for the opportunity, Mark. Um, you know, happy to share my, uh, knowledge expertise, um, at any time. So, um, if any questions, uh, please feel free to connect and uh, drop me a message. And that'd be great. James, how, how can the listeners get a hold of you um, if they if they want to reach out? Is it LinkedIn? Is it Twitter? Uh, email? Yeah, the best way, I think, is uh, really through LinkedIn. Um, I can uh, drop my uh, LinkedIn uh, URL uh, over to you, Mark, and, uh, you know, you feel free to share that, uh, you know, with great. the audience. Great. Well, again, thanks for coming on the show and chat, Cyber. Thanks again, Mark. Have a great weekend.